listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. And Kidiboni here speaking. I'm not alone. I'm with Siko. Yeah. How are you, Siko? I'm very cold today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, each and it, 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 every day when I wake up, ne? Yeah. I get this winter just started. Ah, but today was not even that bad, and the aircon <laughs> is off. I, <laughs> I, I have some peace. <laughs> and how was your week, by the way? <sighs> my week, yo, it's been roller coaster. Ne? Yeah, full of a lot of things happening, good mm. or bad. Mm. Yeah, all all in all at once. So I'm still oh. wishing. Can go wish this week, <laughs> but I don't. Are you still Wednesday? Two yeah. days to go. To yeah, two days. Yeah, no, mm. I still have four more days actually to redeem <laughs> my week. Yes. Yes. And we're not alone today. We are joined by Darius Tabani. How are you, Darius? I'm all good. Are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, and sorry, should I speak closer to the mic? Yeah. I'm all good. How are you guys doing? Are we good. good. Okay. And how was your week? <laughs> Oh no! I can't wait for Friday, now, guys. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I don't even wanna lie. I'm not. You know, I can't wait Friday. Yeah, Asham, I'm relaxing. Kimuna, why? What plans do you have? No, no, the, it's been hectic. It's been a hectic. You week. just want that break? Yeah. Do I you even have a break? Like a weekend, to I mommy? Mean, I hardly ever have a week. Thank you. Asham, <laughs> you can't be a mother and have a break. <laughs> and there is what? What? How's your week? Uh, what have you done this week? No, I've just been working the whole week. Uh, actually, just recently finished up the exams. Oh, uh, okay. So so you're taking a break slow now. It's uh, like yeah. chill. Yeah, yeah that's good. Wait, wait, you know when I lo- when I uh, obviously the producers will send the, the, the names of uh, people that are coming to the studio. Yeah. And when I was talking to him, I was like, yes, sir. You know, I was like, hey, how did he brought the book? Ewan. And he's so young. You uh, know yeah, when I, I said that I did man. Is this you? You wrote the yeah. book. When did you write the book? Because you look so young. I, I know he looks sixteen. <laughs> No, but congratulations on the book. Yeah. I think this is good work. Um, I'm very look. I, I'm. I'm. You guys are coming younger and younger, yeah. and you're doing big mm, things. Yeah. and I'm super inspired. I really appreciate. Welcome. It. No, thank you. Thank you. You guys look amazing, by the way. Uh, oh ooh. yes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't <do> that. <laughs> we all want to hear that. Yes. <laughs> that sounds great. Thank you so much. Yeah. I think let's just get right uh, to it. Um, there is. Where did it all start? Um, I think I'd just like to first and foremost say thank you for having me. Oh, yes. Um, it started with, you know, me just being a product of being raised by a single mother with his younger sister in a household where we st- were financially struggling mm. when my parents had separated. So um, keep in mind, my uh, dad has always been ever present in my life mm. then and now. Mm-hmm. So my parents were both building this house together and... Mm. Um, after they had separated, we moved into this house, but it was unfinished. Mm. Oh, okay. So we lived in a house without any tiles. And, you know, we didn't have a fridge, so we had to borrow a fridge from Coco. Mm. And she brought us th- the fridge, you know, the one that, that stays in the garage, the one that only carries meat. Yeah, <laughs> <So> <laughs> the freezer. The, the, the we used to call it the freezer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that small fridge was in the house, mm. and... Um, that that's how we were living, like, and you know, I had to come up with new ways to explain to my friends, you know, why we were living in an unfinished house. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I didn't really get tax shop money because I had to understand that, you know, we're mm. uh, so going yeah. through something. Mm. Um, um, also, I was also academically struggling. Uh, well, I wasn't doing that well, you know, I was getting average marks, fifties, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so all of those factors didn't like it made me not want to add a lot of pressure on my mom's shoulders because mm-hmm. I already knew she was going through a lot. Um, and over time, you know, we rose above the pressure of our challenges, and you yeah. know what they say comes from pressure, mm-hmm. diamonds. Oh, and yeah. you know, till mm. today, I think if you walk in that house, you wouldn't even believe to think that was a situation. We're yeah. Oh, that just gave me goosebumps. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah. So, Darius, let's go back, Ben. Uh, there is uh, where did you grow up? Um, I think let's just take it a notch back. Yeah. Really everywhere, hey. Hey, I like that answer. Grew <laughs> <Get> up everywhere. <laughs> really everywhere because yeah. growing up, I wasn't because ra- my parents had me under a bed young, mm. so I was raised by. Uh, Gogo, mm. which was in Venda, my granny, which was in Venda, and I was also raised by Gogo, who was in Hrangua, mm-hmm. um, okay. and I was also raised by my parents as well. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, where are you originally from? Like, um, where was this house that you? Oh, it's in Centurion. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. What would like twenty? You cannot write a book about Centurion, just kidding, kidding, just kidding. Um, so when this the the, the idea mm. of you writing a book, ne? Um, mm. there is a sorry to put you on the spot. Ne? No, 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 it's okay. Um, in terms of your studies, how far are you? How far am I? Second mm-hmm. year in my business Nahana. administration. He has a book. Yeah. Eh. A second year. Eh. Yeah. Do we want to reveal your age? <laughs> 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 then, then, then they will understand, Hori, when we say you look young, yeah. what do we mean? Are you 21? Are you 25? No, you're not even at that age yet. No. Yeah, yeah that's no, the I'm thing. 20. Yeah. Mm, this uh. one. Yeah. So you wrote this book when you were? 18. 18. Yeah, so I think oh everything... My goodness. Yeah, so I think everything I'd experienced growing up is what really, you know, motivated me to being the young man that you guys see today. You know, I wanted to be financially independent mm-hmm. and also not have other people worry about me. So I just wanted to achieve that financial independency. And mm. Mm, I thought to myself that in order to do that, you need to impact a number of people. Mm. Yeah. And the way I knew how to do it was... Through writing, yeah. yeah. And I know I when you were highlighting that Okoko uh, from Kovenda, Le Kuku from Koharangua, so when you were highlighting that, I think our grandparents, you know, do the most, like they the, the influence, um, coming from there. I know you are from Venda. Luckily, you grew up in in Centurion. <laughs> <laughs> Your roots are from there, yeah, you know. So so the the grounding of of um, when you were young it started mm. from there. And then coming from there and coming uh, coming to Joburg and saying eventually at eighteen and say I'm gonna write a book. I mean, I mean that's huge. We just we need to give it to our grandparents, guys. Pop 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 pop. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there is. Tell us. Um, when did you start writing this book? Which year? What what was happening in your life at that time that made you want to write it? So, like I said, I was going through this phase of trying to figure out how I could go about impacting people, mm-hmm. and I wanted to inspire them. And this was during COVID, you know, during twen- 2020, 2020 yes. So I was actually in matric at the time, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, I actually had, you know, you know, matric is hectic. So yeah. when lockdown actually happened, it actually gave me a lot more time to actually think and process my thoughts and. That's how I actually started writing the book. So you, you wrote the book while you were at o- o- actually doing your metric. Yeah. 
and also writing exams yeah. during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of time. Did you have a lot of time? Yeah. That was the most, I think, challenging time I to even become. To yes, to do anything because we were stopped to do a lot of things. You were not going to school, like mm. actually in person to go to school. You were studying at home by yourself. Mm. How did you? I don't know. How did you do it? Like having to juggle studies and also be writing a book. I think I'm great at multitasking and, you know, in the midst of like that storm of like us going through COVID, it was a very difficult time. Mm. Mm. Um, but I'm so grateful that I was also able to see the opportunity to actually write the book in that period. Because okay. if I didn't have that time to write it, I, I don't think I would have been able to finish it mm. yeah. throughout my matric. Wow, that's amazing. Mm. So, so the concept and everything started um, during COVID and then you initially started writing during that time? No, no, no. I started planning before COVID. Oh, okay. So I had uh, written a plan of how I was going to write, what, which chapters I wanted to add in the book, what I wanted to talk about, and then COVID happened. Okay. okay. Is it important to have a plan for a book? Like when you... You write a book. I, I, I also want to one day have a book. No. <laughs> I have a lot of things that I want to no, no put out like there. <laughs> I, I, I have to. So I, I'm still struggling myself mm. to even know where, how I'm gonna, how I'm gonna start this. Do I need to sit and say, okay, my first chapter, uh, maybe put it together for the first chapter. Mm. Maybe the next time I do the second chapter. How did you have this plan? So I think you know, to actually be successful into writing a book, you know, there isn't one method, you know, not just with writing a book. There's mm. so many ways to achieve something you want to do. And um, I would, let me let me rather share my experience. You know, I yeah. planned mm. it, you know, I'd probably planned about 10 chapters ahead. Yeah. And okay. that's that was my foundation in me beginning to write the book. Mm -hmm. And as I continued writing... You know, I just, it, it just kept going. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, tell us more about this book, uh, the title, who worked with you, how did you get it to become a... What it is. Yeah. A, yeah. a finished product. It's not on your laptop anymore. And I love the cover. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's catchy. It's catchy. You want to check and like, yeah. okay. So, so the title is When I Grow Up. Mm. No, it, it makes sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's still growing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The um, title is When I Grow Up Living mm, Beyond yeah. the Ordinary mm. by Darius Tabani. Mm. So, the inspiration of the title came from the question, What do you want to be when you grow up? Mm. Mm -hmm. So, when you asked that question as a kid, it was supposed to spark a light to all your wildest dreams. Mm. Mm. Why as a kid? Because as a kid, you don't dream of doubt with fear nor with limitation. Mm. Mm. So, I think if we look at the cover, um, I don't know if they can see the cover as well, but there's this plant, and that whole plant represents growth. And there's a fetus acting as a seed for the plant. And this fetus needs to grow to experiencing everything represents around the plant. Mm. Uh, you get the earth and that's growing the earth to greater heights and not listening to other people's opinions on who you mm. should be. The heart represents self-love, have love with yourself. Um, the knowledge, uh, in order to grow, you should gain knowledge. Uh, puzzles represent wisdom and understanding. The dove in a peace, have peace with who you are and who you want to be. And finally, the cross represents that through Christ you can succeed. 
So everybody gets to interpret this cover of how they see fit in their own life. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't have one direct meaning. No, but I want the rest to repeat this. But now I want <laughs> I'm going to put it here. <laughs> you know, For how people to see it. Yeah. Yeah, to understand what you're talking yeah. about. Mm. So should I go again? Yes, please. Sure. Okay. That's deep. <laughs> Uh, so it's the fetus again. So this fetus is what sh- it, it should grow into experiencing everything represented on the plant. Mm-hmm. Remember the plant, the plot, the whole plant represents growth. So mm-hmm. there's this earth, and the baby needs to grow to experience uh, mm. to not listening to other people's opinions on who they should be. Mm. Um, the heart represents self love, and there's a patch there which represents that you should learn to love yourself more. The brain represents knowledge. In order to grow, you should gain knowledge. Yeah. Uh, the puzzles, wisdom, wisdom, and understanding, and the dove represents inner peace. Have peace with who you are and who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And finally, the cross represents that through Christ you can succeed. But everybody gets, like I said, everybody gets to interpret the cover of how they see fit in your yeah. own life. Even. Wow, that's powerful. Mm. Your imagination <laughs> is on point. <laughs> Wow, this is actually very beautiful. Yeah. So, but now I want to start with the process. Now, you, um, it's before 2020, before COVID, um, you thinking about writing a book, you planning, and then from there, um, you start writing, um, actually in now in 2020, doing metric. metric. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, you find, so how many chapters did you write? And then, you know, just the whole process, just take, it, uh, take us a step by step. Mm. You know, I, I can't even tell you how many chapters I have, you know, um, but I think starting from that planning of those first 10 chapters and me moving forward from that was, mm. it helped a lot because I had a foundation, I had confidence in writing. You know, a lot mm. of the time when you're writing, you feel like, you know, people may not actually like what you're writing. You know, you start mm. having these doubts, these fears. Mm. Um, but I think it's also important to recognize that, um you know, it's like asking, what what's the opposite of fear? You know, that's faith. And having faith, even that little bit of faith that you can actually really impact or motivate someone else mm. will make you fearless. Mm. Mm. So, so now, when did you, did you write the book, um, the whole book in 2020? The whole book in 2020. So so how did you now decide, now I've written a book, where am I going to take this? Like, um, then the next step, what happened? So after I'd finished writing, you know, I started Googling uh, who could help me publish the book. You know, I had a um, a friend whose dad also published books. Um, mm-hmm. So he was with, uh, I believe, West Park Publishers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was trying to get in with them, but they told me that they didn't do self-help books. They only did novels. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I had to troubleshoot, and then I went to, again, Google, mm-hmm. back to the uh, uh, drawing board, and I found a publisher called Reach Publishers, which... You know, they helped me edit the book, do the layout, and then the cover was done. Well, I drew it out, mm. like, I, like I drew it on a piece of paper, and a brother of mine, Mpo, helped me actually graphic design this cover. Uh, he has a graphic designing company called Creative Ace. Mm. Okay. Uh. Oh, no, that's great. Um, my, my next question is, um, I see that at the back of the book, you have some reviews, mm-hmm. interesting ones. So are you in any way related to Dr. Nkhopot's JJ Taban? You know, I'd like to believe we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're not? No, we're not. You're no, not. We're okay, not. but can I just read his um, 
his review. No, most definitely. Yeah, it, it says, this book is a profound journey of life lessons. It is starting... It is startling that it is written by a teenager and gives credence to the adage, to the adage that it is not the years in your life that matter, but the life in those years. Wow. Many adults can take life lessons from the simple read, from how to develop their purpose in life to how to believe in themselves, to live life to the fullest. The book explores key Themes that shape self mastery uh, better than many self help books that I have read. Wow, that's a great review. <laughs> like, should I go on? The examples and anecdotes of or oh, shared make it highly relatable. The author is a bridge between the generations, and there is no doubt that his wisdom is light years ahead of his age. <laughs> Now I've been saying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ed, if, if you can get it, I mean, I would love to get a review. But even for him to even mm. read my book. So if mm. he can review your book and say this about you, it means it must be an amazing book to read. Mm. Mm. So now, going back now, about um, Darius Devanine, was yeah. there any capital that you put in to write the book? And um, if you could, me, you don't have to say the exact amount. <laughs> At high level, did you did you go look for funding or how did you go about it? So I actually put in a little bit of my own money and I also asked mommy to help me. Mm. So she also funded me and yeah, and then that's where I started from. Okay, so now when you uh, after you wrote the book, obviously went to the publishers. You um then you found them, right? Mm. What do they want from you, from you as a writer, like? Mm, so you basically just submit the manuscript. Um, then you basically follow on into this process of how you should how you should get the book laid out, how you want the titles to look, um, if you want an introduction or a, a preface or, you know, mm. so you work in that process with them. Do they give you a team or what, how hap- what happens? Like who, who's involved in the whole production of this? Like for me to get this, who was involved? How many people? So they have their own team. So you don't work with all of them at once. You work mm. with them via stages. Stages, mm. yeah. So after you've done the layout stage, you move mm. on to edit well, edit stage first, then layout stage, then mm. cover stage, and then final product stage, mm. if I remember correctly. Mm. Mm. And how much is your book? 200 rand a copy. 200 rand a copy. Mm. How did you get to this 200? How, how did you feel for it? It's appropriate from what you have spent, from what they have spent, and to the end product being sold. We'll talk about where it's being sold, but how did you mark up that price? So I think before, or actually how I marked up the price was, you know, I looked at um, other books, I compared it to other books, and I thought, you know, these are the prices of other books. I wanted to be competitive, but also affordable because, Mm. you know, um, our country doesn't read a lot. So buying a book for 500 rand, you know, Someone will yeah. think, hey, let me just go pay for Netflix or something. Yeah. <laughs> but so I had to make the price affordable, most importantly, mm-hmm. um, and attainable. It can't be mm. like a book that is out of reach. And mm. by doing that, um, we ended up coming up with the price of 200, 200 grand, obviously, grand. Which, mm. which has a profit in it as mm. well. Oh, that's great. And um, 
when you were writing this book, hey, have you ever been inspired by a specific writer or you just thought uh, you've always wanted to write? How did you just want to write a book? I understand, yes, you want to send the message mm. out there, but why writing? Why don't you write, uh, publish something online or why, why write a book? To make it my own, you know, there's this quote by our brother Miles Davis which says that it took him time to learn how to play like myself. Um, so in that quote, he actually means that, you know, a lot of the time when we're young, we imitate the people we idolize and the things we do. Like if a little boy goes and plays soccer, he's going to go celebrate like Cristiano Ronaldo or a little girl will, you know, pretend to be Barbie, for example. Yeah. But um, understanding and learning that you should be more like yourself, that you can't be better at Ronaldo at being Ronaldo because he's best at yeah. being himself. Oh, that's amazing. So mm. you can only grow and really achieve your full potential if you Are yourself. be yourself yeah. completely. Wow, that's great. So, but for a listener out there who wants to start writing a book, what advice could would you give them? Just start writing. <laughs> if you think about it, I don't think you'll get very far. It's just every day, just... Mm. keep writing what inspired you while you're writing what, like tell us the story behind this actually hey what's the book about what's the book about yeah when I grow up meaning mm, so I think one of the very few gems or oh, one of the many gems that I can share with you is mm. that listening is a skill this is, this is in the book listening is a skill you know in a world where everybody has an opinion mm-hmm. where everybody wants to voice out their mm. aspirations or their fears or their problems the billion dollar question is who's really listening if everybody wants to speak? Mm-hmm. And then you get to understand that everybody speaks at different volumes. Mm. And then again, you get to understand that the people with the loudest volumes are those with, you know, status. It's wealth, uh, fame, and the po- the political leaders of mm. our country. Yeah. But then what about that little boy that's, you know, underachieving in class mm. what about the single mother trying to raise money at her two jobs while raising her two kids yeah what about that little boy or that little girl who hasn't eaten yet that lives in the townships mm-hmm. and then you get to understand that we should learn to use our voice for the voiceless mm. yeah hey. so you know what i think you, you're saying something very important um so um so i'm attending a certain class <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. I'm going back. To, I'm back at school, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> frustrated as old as I am. Yeah. So obviously, when we go to these um, classes and in these courses, they will teach you uh, what is acceptable in the world, how to behave, how to mm. talk, right? Mm. So when you are sukhumuti and you are from Afikeng and your English <laughs> is not, like you, I'm not twanging. Mm. You know, so it's it. You know, you start not having those uh, that confidence to start talking. And I remember in one class I was asking because we we were being taught how to behave. We, we was we were we were gonna go to US. So obviously we are taught, okay, fine. This is how you're gonna behave. This is how you're gonna dress. This is how you're gonna talk when you go to uh, these clients and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. And I was asking, but why are we? Why do we have to go through a whole lecture yeah. on how to how, you know accommodate Americans? How to be yourself? Exactly. <laughs> on but how I to just be couldn't yourself. understand. And then I was asking the lecturer. So when when they come to South Africa. Do they do they also go through what we go through before you go there? Yeah. Let's not talk about the visa now. When before you go there, because it's trauma. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just trauma. So so I like the fact that I like it when you say, you know, uh, there are people that have voices, but 
I don't know. Maybe they they not just give. They're not giving an opportunity, or mm-hmm. they feel inferior because of their status in uh, in life. Mm-hmm. So so I think ugh, I love yeah. what you just Profound. said. Profound. Yeah, hundred percent. Yes, and I'm one of those people that I always say people will have to adjust to me. Yeah. Who I am. You understand? Yeah. So yeah. every time they will say you are too loud. Okay, fine. We'll get used to the fact that I speak loud. Oh, I always have energy. <laughs> yeah, but, so I'm I, I in the morning when I wake up, I'm already on cloud Ufa. 50. <laughs> Remember when you met me? Yeah. You said, hey, hey, hey. So oh, hey, hey energy okay. just here. I'm like, yeah, true, that's me. True. Monday to Monday. Yeah. yeah. And mm. then you don't need to, to become something else. You know? uh, it will be so depressing, and, though. And people are getting used to yourself. me. Yeah. You know, somebody was saying, do you ever get angry? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> so I, I love this. I love that yeah. a young person is talking about you know, being themselves, yeah. you know, living your truth yeah. and being proud. Like, I'm so, yeah, I'm going to read this book. <laughs> <laughs> and when I see here on the book, now I haven't mm-hmm. read it uh, yet. Yeah. But I see that you speak about uh, a purpose. Mm. Yeah. And how a lot of us have struggled. I've struggled growing up knowing what's my purpose until I was older and I went through challenges. And like now that's when I was like, oh. Uh, this is actually this. Mm. Yeah, my journey is this. Yeah, like after Mary, you go through so much, but mm. at a young age, how do you now Imagine measure 18. that? At 18, you're talking okay, about my purpose. Yeah, I mean, I started speaking about my purpose when I was like 25, 30. That's when I knew, okay, I need to be focusing on this in my life. <laughs> but at 18, how do you get to that level of? finding it how do you do you have a specific way yeah. of finding it and knowing who are you supposed to be and why are you here i think a lot of the time when we look for purpose we look you know we try to go around the world or look for everywhere look for purpose everywhere else but mm-hmm. besides our inside ourselves because we can only really find purpose within ourselves you know it starts with answering a question of who are you and the second question is, where are you from? Mm-hmm. And then you build on from that and you identify your dreams, like the title, you know. Mm. Um, um, just re-sparking that light of all your dreams and knowing what you really want in your life is where you sh- should strive to move towards. Mm. Um, I think one of the many things that I also learned um, moving through this life thing is also being war-ready. Mm. Um you know, being war ready doesn't mean you only have premeditated plans for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. But being war ready means that you plan for your blessings too. Mm. You know, during the waiting period when you're still praying for better days, will you prepare yourself to be ready to receive the opportunity to live all your dreams? Yeah. You know, um, the other thing that I also wanted to, yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to comment. You know how I'm always um, complaining about the homework? <laughs> I was doing my grade four. Let's look at how Darius is talking. It's just at a very high level. At, yeah. at 18, Darius, let mm-hmm. me tell you a story. I was not even thinking like that. Yeah. I, 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 I can tell you. I Yo, we were so childlike. Ne? Ne? Yeah, so like yeah. We, we still wanted to be playing on the streets. Doing homework was the worst thing to do. <laughs> like <laughs> we were just children. At your age, when you started writing a book, I was not even. I didn't even know where I was going the next year mm. after my matric. 
Mm. You're doing yeah. good. And then in th- wha- the reason wha- why I'm saying this is because of um the way you're thinking. I'm also now relating when I'm doing my my grade four son's uh, homework. Yeah. And I'm almost like I did this when I was in grade ten. <laughs> I and he's doing this yeah, great for. So now it makes sense. I I can see mm. what you know. <laughs> the level of the difference. Yeah, yeah. Generation. generation. It's <laughs> levels. Yeah. But before we go further, um, where do we find your book? So you can find the book, you know, on online platforms. Take a lot. Amazon. Uh, you can find it on well in bookstores, exclusive books, hmm. bargain books. Um. You know, a, a couple of other bookstores as well. Um, or you could really DM me on Instagram. You know, my Instagram handle is d.tabane, which spells tabane. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can DM me and get a copy. Or essentially, you can Google it or go to a bookstore. No, but before we go, who assisted you to you know, put this on, on online stores? Like, was it the publishing company or you did it yourself? Publishing company. Oh, so, so the ideal way, if you want to write a book and actually get it out there, the easiest way would be for you to find uh, a, a publisher. publisher. Mm. And then in terms of contracting, who was assisting you? So my family supports me through, through it all, mm. you know, through thick and thin, and I really appreciate them. Mm. Um, so them supporting me and making sure that we got the best deal with, mm. you know, in terms of distribu- distributing profits mm. with the bookstores and... Um, actually getting into the bookstores is, you know, was, I'm, I'm truly grateful. And yeah, that's what they helped me with. And then um, your contact details, if somebody wants to call you. Um, I think I'd prefer that they email me. Okay. Um, at Darius at opulencelegacy.co.za um, or tabane.business at gmail.com. Perfect. I think um, it has been a great show. Um Anything from you? Um, so, yes, Kitty? Um, so, a question is, if someone buys your book, mm. what is it going to do for them? So, I think, first and foremost, they'll help discover their purpose and just understand that whatever they want to do in their life is valid. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not here to teach you something you don't know. I'm only here to broaden your perspective. You know, if you really think about it, a kid who grew up in the townships, they have limited beliefs of how they can really make it out. You know, it's either through school or being an artist or a an athlete. Mm-hmm. Mm. But really, I believe that she can make it out doing whatever you dream of. You know, a little girl can't dream about being an astronaut if she hasn't met an astronaut. True. Yeah. And, you know, if she were to tell you that when she grows up, she wants to be, let's just say, a shoe shiner, mm-hmm. you could get disappointed in her answer, but maybe you didn't see that she saw a shoe shiner holding a lot of money and she thought, yeah, no, that's mm. where the money is. Okay. Um, but then broadening, the, broadening their perspective and understanding that, you know, you can actually achieve, um, you can be successful doing more than just the things you already know. You could actually be an author, you could be um, a movie director, you could be really, really anything, anything. you dream of. So but don't limit your beliefs. Yeah, but also, were you also exposed to writers when you were when you were growing up? Now that you just said that, uh, not really. Mm. I think I was exposed to more reading than writing. Okay, good. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then um, some of the books that you read when you were growing up, or uh, the first book I think I started with was Rich Dad Poor Dad. 
Yeah, then, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's everybody's <laughs> Facebook. Yes. Yeah, then yeah, that's good though. Think, think and grow rich. Forty-eight laws of power. Ooh, that one. Mm, uh, it's very intense, ne? Yeah, I read it last year. Really? And then I, I just couldn't believe that. Oh, like I had started working, right? Yeah. And some of the stuff that I was reading, especially the laws, ne? Mm. It was what I've experienced, but um. And I was like, had I read this, I could have cut a lot of a trauma lot of, yeah. and stress. <laughs> know that I had experienced yeah. because people literally mastered. Like you could literally, I could literally check my previous employee um, co-workers. I was like, this person used to be like this to the T. Yeah, you know. Mm. And you could have I, advice you know, was just the. You see, you know, you, know, you, see, you see why they say we, we must read. Mm-hmm. And we are not a reading generation, <laughs> mm. yeah. Yeah, but I hope people will start now mm. taking this reading thing serious and. Mm. Definitely go out there and buy this book. Mm. And with that, before we close, mm. um, can you advise young people? It's Youth Month. Yep. Uh, I mean, what have you been doing this Youth Month mm. to celebrate you? What would you give uh, advice to your generation now? Because our generation, Sham, we've tried to fight this mm. thing that, mm. you know, a Youth Month for us, it means so much because it helped some of us not to go through a lot of things. So, what advice would you give to yourself and others uh, going forth as they celebrate themselves? Mm. Mm, I think I'll touch again on the being well ready. Um, as you're praying for those better days, really prepare yourself to actually getting to what you want to get in your life. And um, if you already know what you want to get, don't try to build the whole wall. Don't try to build mm. the full picture all at once, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, lay a brick the best way you can lay a brick each day and eventually you'll have a wall. Don't rush yourself. Don't give yourself a time limit because mm-hmm. that could um, limit your greatness. It could put you in a space of being directionless or it could even you know, cause your mind stress mm-hmm. or trouble. Mm-hmm. So just take your time with it. You'll finish when you finish and aspire to leave a legacy so great that you wouldn't need a tombstone to be remembered. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Um, just to also to add on that, and you know, you just said something very... Yeah, I was there. The yes. praying part. <laughs> <laughs> the praying part. And yeah. You know, I know, um, you know, many of us, including myself, I mm. think um, we were talking to one of, um, a friend of mine, we were just saying, we like to put pressure on ourselves. Yeah. We like to say, like, um, now I was, I was doing something, so I was already planning about something for, for the future. And he was asking me, have you really sat down and actually, you know, um, enjoyed, you know, the mm. success that you have currently? Mm. Like you're almost, you're always just trying to get to the Ed, next, re- yeah, 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 like, the, you know, the, the, yeah, the next the best. Next so, so what you're just saying now, especially in, in this era where mental health is very, yeah. you know, it's, everybody's just going through a lot and most people are going through a lot. And I, I took it, I was like, you know, I never thought, ad- thought about that because, you know, we always put so much pressure on ourselves. And, you know, just t- I like it when you say just take your time, especially the young ones. Mm. There, there's no one who said you're going to get your degree at 20 mm-hmm. or 23, you know? Mm. Yeah. You time know, limits. Exactly. Time so, limits. so that, you know, yeah, that's true. so profound. And also he said something very important for prayer. me. It's prayer, mm. you know? Like even with anything that you do, you need to put God first because he's the one that's going to lead definitely. you to where you need to be. So if you also want to do things with your own intellect or your own... Uh, power strength or anything it, at some point it will get to you so you need to reflect and say god be the lead and then the rest mm. will follow mm. yeah do not pressure yourself about things of life mm. like your book you know when i grow up is 
based on how to be you and not be pressured by other people's lives. Mm. I think that's the most important thing we can take mm. from your book. Mm. Are you thinking about um, mentoring, mentorship? Because you're so young and I think... You know, like I, I like to, t- <laughs> I like to use this with my son. When I want him to do something, I take it, take him to his peers, mm. and they, he understands better. Oh yeah, he understands. <laughs> yeah. So 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 when there are three or four, and then the other one is ten, the ten year old teaches the eleven. You know, yeah. the eight year old. So have you ever thought about mentorship and actually encouraging young people to read, and uh, hopefully we're gonna get another writer from there. Mm, um, I actually do talks. So nice. mentoring isn't necessarily something I've thought of because I'm also still trying to figure this life thing out myself. Mm. And I don't think I've figured it out. Um, you know, I go about every day being like a sponge, trying to absorb everything. I, tr- I can absorb from different people, different people's experiences and learning to move the best way I possibly can. Because, you know, you do still make mistakes along the way. Yeah. Mm. So mentoring, I, yeah. I still feel like I haven't figured it out to mm. mentor, okay. but talks most definitely I do. Mm. So where do you do these talks? Um, so usually they, they book me, you know, just like how we did with this interview, to oh, just okay. be speaking to young people. Yeah, inspire. Yeah, just okay. last week I was speaking in Pretoria um, to a group of, school kids that came from about probably five, six different schools. Oh, okay, that's and awesome. And they were all seated in one room, yeah. No, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, before we go home, um, just tell the listeners, uh, where can they get your book? What's the name of their book? Um, your socials, and then, yeah. Mm, so, again, they can get the book from bookstores, exclusive books, bargain books. Um, they can get it on Take A Lot, Amazon. Um, they can find me as well on my mm-hmm. socials, d.tabane, mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, so I think they should stay tuned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the book is only 200 rand, guys. Let's mm. suppose Darius. Um, uh, I'm also getting myself a copy. Yes, so definitely, mm. especially for my children. Mm. They need it. Yeah. Any <laughs> last words from yourself before we go? Um... Again, leave a legacy so great on earth that you wouldn't need a tombstone to be remembered. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you see that one? It's hard. <laughs> and yeah, that's about it. Um, I guess we will do this again next week, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mind your business. It's a date. Yeah, <laughs> and thank you so much, Darius, for being with us. We enjoyed fully your intellect, knowledge uh, as a young person. Mm. It's, it's very ins- inspiring. No, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, and that's me. it from us, Kitty Bonnie. We will see you next week, Wednesday, Wednesday. 7 yes. p.m. Mind your business. What's up is happening? You are listening to Hope Alive online radio, shaping minds for a better future. And this right here is Sile Dube from the Dube Brothers. Much love. God bless you. Please, please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Let's go. This is your radio, your station. You're listening to the hottest internet radio station in the world, Hope Alive Radio. Listening to Hope Alive.